Hey guys, real quick, before we jump into this episode, I just really wanted to apologize for the audio quality. We had to use the phone audio for episode 6 and 7, but from episode 9, we've got some even better microphones that we're using now, so we hope you stay around for that. Welcome to the Behind the Glasses podcast. This is the podcast where we share our journey of running Glamour Glasses. Join us as we share our successes and challenges and provide valuable insight for other entrepreneurs. Hello, and welcome back to the Behind the Glasses podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Smilinic, and with me today is my lovely co-host, girlfriend and business partner, Vivian Velasco. Hello, hello. How are you, baby? Good, how are you? Very well, thank you. So today's episode, we are going to be talking about the sunglasses launch, which <laughs> was a long time coming. Yes. A very long time coming. How long did it take us from like, like thinking about the idea until we finally launched? Yeah. It took like a few months. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about the inception of the idea, yeah. some of the challenges we had along the way. And everything in between up until today, it's been one month since we launched the sunglasses. And if you're watching this video, we just had our cat <laughs> go on top of the keyboard. So hopefully no settings have been moved. Nearly. That'll be cut out from the <laughs> podcast. Yeah. And we'll go through basically how everything's been going since the last month. So. Yeah. Should be an interesting one. Uh, it's our first official launch of sunglasses with Glamour Glasses. Our first official product launch since yeah. we bought the business. Yeah, first official product launch. That's right. Mm-hmm. So we've learned a lot and we want to share that with you today. So starting from the beginning, mm-hmm. the idea of getting sunglasses. Yeah. You want me to tell that story? Okay. So we were trying to brainstorm ideas as to what product we were going to bring to the line. Mind you, we bought this business with seven frames of eyewear, um, all blue light glasses, and we were trying to see whether we needed to bring more blue light glasses or if we could bring a new product into our line. As an eyewear company, we didn't want to deviate too much from eyewear, um, but we were thinking potentially other products that could work with the eyewear. Um, That was part of the brainstorm that we had. And... Yeah, one day, I think it was you who came up with the idea and you said, hey, why don't we use the products that we already have that already sell really well mm-hmm. and we swap the lenses and make them into sunglasses. Yep. And I was like, oh my God, that's like such a great idea. <laughs> yeah. So I am the responsible one, apparently. You are, you are <laughs> yes. the mastermind behind this business. <laughs> Somehow. Surprisingly. Uh, yeah. And then basically the, the plan was that we would send them about 100 something pairs of... Send, yeah, our supplier. Send our supplier, like the, the frames that we want to get changed, mm-hmm. that have the blue lenses in them. And they'll receive the lenses. They'll manufacture new... The frames, sorry. They'll manufacture new sunglass lenses. And put them in for us. Mm-hmm. So I sent off a big package with all those frames to the supplier. I think this is like um, a big lesson learned that we had, like from what we thought 
we were going to go in terms of like speaking to the supplier, getting the lenses there, getting them back from our supplier and then selling them. Yeah. Versus what really happened. Yeah. It was meant to be like a pretty straightforward process. Yeah. Yeah. We thought, you know, we're not creating anything new. Yeah. Um, we're literally just getting sunglasses, lenses into our existing lenses. So we were like, you know, this is probably going to be a quick exercise. So we planned a launch. Like we were planning to launch at the end of November. Um, and thanks to that, we did like a photo shoot with some samples that we had. Yep. So beginning of November, we did the photo shoot. It came up beautifully. I was so ready to launch these classes, but okay, I'm going to let you talk about what happened. Yeah. So we got our local supplier to make the, the frames, make the lenses for those that we used in our photo shoot. So we had mm-hmm. samples of how they would look mm-hmm. in sunglasses already. Uh, and from that, we were ready to basically get like a proper order in for, you know, a quantity that we can sell, not just one-off pairs. Yeah. Um, and I sent them the, the the frames. And basically what happened is they got caught up at customs. And they sat in customs from the beginning of, of October to the end of October. Uh, and then we got them back sometime like mid-November, like we returned to my house. We got them back exactly how we sent them. Yeah. So nothing was done. We didn't have any sunglasses. Yeah, so apparently the border control rejected them for an undisclosed reason. Mm-hmm. There was literally nothing written on the paper. Um, so but there wasn't anything we could do. I mean, we weren't using a freight forwarder or any like, you know, specialized couriers. Yeah. It was just Australia Post. Um, and it wasn't a massive quantity of, of eyewear, of glasses. So it should have been relatively easy, but it wasn't. Um, so we wasted a month and a half there. Um, and then by the time I sent them the new frames, uh, because basically what we did then, so instead of them sending us the completed frames, they would send us the lenses. Mm-hmm. And these lenses we would receive and then put into our frames, like locally. And they can't just manufacture frames without having, sorry, they can't manufacture, I keep confusing lenses and frames here. Yeah. <laughs> they, can't, they can't manufacture lenses without the frames because plastic tends to shrink or change shape sometimes over time. Yeah. And because, you know, our stock is was manufactured, you know, over a year ago, they wanted to receive the frames to then scan them to then make sure that the lenses that they manufactured would be fit yeah and what they do is they take an average like a sample of you know 20 30 pairs and then they average that out mm-hmm. so that it, they make sure it fits across all of the across all of the uh, frames so we sent them the new package i i believe i sent it a couple of weeks after we got the first one back because we needed to figure out how we're going to move forwards from there yeah because we were still holding on to the fact that maybe they would actually receive the frames that we sent initially because, you know, our supplier was talking with the customs yeah. control and there was this whole backwards and forth and, and the end result was just the package was returned to us. Yeah. Can I just say, with the, like during that period of time where we were just waiting for the glasses to come, I, as the marketing person for this business, I started doing launch prep. Like I was talking to our Instagram like community. We were talking about like what was coming, there's a secret product. And I was kind of like warming up that audience to like Yeah, we had launch. email flows. Yeah, we did a giveaway. Yeah. And I posted about it because I was so hopeful that everything was going to get sorted. 
And I think this was a big, big lesson learned for me. Like until I have the product with me, I shouldn't really start announcing things that are gonna need that warm up of audience. Like I should warm up the audience like as soon as we get the product, yeah. not when I'm hopeful that things are gonna come. Yeah. So I warmed up the product. Like I remember so many girls were messaging me like, what's a secret product? I think there's sunglasses, I think there's sunglasses. And I really had that interest coming from our Instagram audience. Um, and then I did the photo shoot and even with the photo shoot, I didn't tell anyone what the product really was. Like even the models were like, I think they're sunglasses. Like they were all, everything was very unknown. And I was just like, you know, building up that um, heat and that preparation for the launch. And then I launched the giveaway thinking that we we're going to have glasses with us. And I had to announce a winner and when I went off, like messaged the winner and I was like, I don't have the glasses yet. So I'm going to give them to you when, when we receive them. And she was very lovely. She was like, yeah, don't worry. Like no pressures, you know, whenever, whenever they come, I'll be happy. Um, and that kind of died because I didn't have anything else to talk about on the sunglasses. Like I kind of said, it was just you know, a waiting game. oh my God, it was such a waiting game. That's so how I was like, okay, I'm going to say, you know, we don't have the sunglasses yet. Like nothing's coming yet. Um, and I kind of let it die down. Yeah. And then for, I'm going to let you finish the story of, of what actually happened when we got the sunglasses, but it died down for a few months mm. and that was it <laughs> in terms of like the marketing side. And that was a big lesson there for me. Yeah. Um, so basically I sent that second package early January and then they received it around mid January. And it would take them a few weeks to manufacture these new lenses and scan the frames, as I said. So that took us to well, then they had beginning of February. Chinese lunar year as well, where and then the lunar year. Yeah, they so gone. the big so the big holiday happened, uh -huh. um, where everyone was off for basically like three weeks. So from sending them in October, they still weren't manufacturing lenses for us until end of February. Yep. And then they finally shipped them out, uh, I think, first week of March or second week of March. No, first week of March. And we received them second week of March, and then we launched them the third week. Yep. So we, we, when we learned that they had sent them, that's when we, like, we scrambled to, oh my to God, launch. Because we, we still didn't know exactly when it was going to come because yeah. they just had come back from holidays. You know, I thought there might have been some ramp-up time. You know, and we'd waited so long thus far it was just gonna be like a, uh let's just go with the flow type of deal yeah it was completely went with the flow like in terms of the marketing side yeah. as well i remember when you told me that the glasses were finally coming and they were gonna arrive like this week i was like oh okay um let's let's prepare something <laughs> let's prepare an email let's prepare the um paid advertising like the facebook ads um images with the yeah. photo shoot that we had let's start preparing something uh and that's when we issued like launched the pre-sale mm. so yeah i think i think my lesson learned here from that whole spiel of getting these actual new this new product to us is i mean it's similar with when you're budgeting for something that has a lot of variables usually just double the budget like you know if you're working on a car for example there's just so many things you probably think that you're gonna fix yeah you just base it on what you know that you need to fix and then double it for other things. Mm -hmm. You know, we're talking about like a comprehensive, you know, product here yeah. and something that's, you know, going to take time and money, not something simple like buying something online. Like that's very straightforward. 
So I think what I've learned, our, our budget didn't double, although it did go up significantly because of all the sending stuff backwards and forth. Yeah, that <laughs> and added like and, a few hundred though. Yeah, and I learned something about the customs import duties as well. Like, yeah. Anyway, that's not that important. Basically, what I did was in the first order, I, I severely undervalued how much the the, the package was. Mm-hmm. And I think that might have been one of the reasons it was sent back. I'm not sure. And then on the second order that I sent them, I severely overvalued because we only sent them like 50, 60 pairs of glasses, just the scan and sample. Yeah. Um, and I severely, I, I valued it more than the initial order. Yeah. <laughs> so we paid a lot of tax and I shouldn't have done that, but I just wanted to get the glasses there. So the thing that I was saying that I learned is, you know, same thing with budget, just double like the time allowance as well. Like we were, we were, we were way too optimistic with that mm-hmm. first send because we didn't really have, you know, experience exporting goods. We didn't have experience, you know, selling things, uh, sending things overseas and they didn't know us at the customs border. Like yeah. these sort of things kind of build up with time and we should have just completely doubled our, our time horizon. Maybe even sent a test first. Maybe even sent like a smaller package initially. Yeah. So that's what I would have done differently if I did this again. And, but overall, I mean, once we got the product and once we launched, things went really well. Amazingly well. Yeah. Like it took us a bit of learning to get here. Yeah. But I think we learned a lesson that's far more than just a new product launch. Mm. I think we learned lessons that will shape our business moving forward. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So basically what happened was third week of March, we finally launched and we launched under a pre-sale promo. Um, this went extremely well, like the paid ads were exploding and we saw better results than we have ever seen in our store, which it's obviously fantastic. We saw such a, like, such a huge um, interest in our new product in the, mm. in the sunglasses. And yeah, you thought us what we're going to do moving forward, like how we're going to make a decision here moving forward. And it, it taught us as well that we made a, an amazing decision with these sunglasses because we kind of already tested the waters of the designs. Like we knew that these were going to be well received because the frames are already mm-hmm. like bestseller. So we knew that the interest was there. Now putting them in sunglasses made them so chic and unique and beautiful and elegant and I think women really saw that through the ads that mm. we launched. And yeah, so. And, and we priced them right, which was, I mean, a bit of a fluke. Um, but at the same time, you know, we did research on our competitors. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we based it on the fact that, you know, they're going to be more expensive because we have additional costs and labor costs involved. Yeah. And, you know, we just wanted to see. We thought that it'd be better to price them higher than lower, mm-hmm. right? Like you can always go down in price, but increasing your prices has a negative effect. Mm-hmm. And we ran the pre-sale for a solid nearly a month, three weeks, yeah. three, four weeks. Yeah. And yeah, people absolutely loved it. The thing that we didn't do, so we've got a, a few reviews mm-hmm. on the on the Sunnies. Um, not too many, like what, four or five? I think. We've got them four so yeah. far. Yeah. Four reviews. So one thing we should have done, which might have converted better during that sale period because it was an introductory offer mm-hmm. uh, and it was a new product and a store that had zero reviews. So we should have like given our friends and people that were interested, people that we knew that were interested, a 100% discount code, you know, they can 
check out through the website everything and we ask them to leave a review. Now, I know that sounds a little bit like scammy in a way, mm. but we wanted like genuine reviews from people. And yeah. this, is what, this is what one of our uh, business, well, marketing mentors, taught mar- us, yeah. marketing mentors taught us. And he said that and I was like, wow, we should have done that because, you know, having zero reviews on your product, just it, it's a massive decision maker for people yeah. to know that, you know, what they're buying, they want to know that other people yeah. have bought it. It's that social proof that really does drive conversions. The reason why eBay and you know Amazon have like reviews at the top of the side and the most yeah. popular products have the most reviews and that's yeah. why they're the most popular products because it's like a self-reinforcing cycle. So that's that's another thing that I've learned that we definitely should have done. We should have like asked people to just buy it and in return for a review. Yeah. Um and we've set up an honest review, yeah. Yeah, and we've set up um like we've redone the marketing or the email flows mm-hmm. for requesting reviews. So hopefully we'll get some more now because I yeah. think we've got a delay of 21 days. Um, no, it's seven days now. Seven I days. Changed it. Yeah. Changed it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, one of our goals here was to get obviously more reviews on every purchase. I genuinely want to know what people are thinking about our glasses because it helps us. It, it helps us with our decision making. What do we bring the next mm. time? What can we improve? Like, if there's anything that we can improve now, like change it immediately. But if there's anything that we could improve in the future, what we can change as well. So I've actually put two ways of getting feedback. One is an anonymous um, survey that is sent out as soon as you make a purchase, you get an anonymous survey. Yes, that's a post-purchase survey. So that's a post-purchase survey. So I I ask questions, you know, how was the checkout process? What do you think about the, the look and the feel of the brand? Like questions around that. So I can know that we are either on the right track or we could make improvements. Um, and then we get the request for review. The product review. The product request. review, yeah. And we do that seven days after because we express ship everything so they get it in like two days. Yeah, which is one thing that we've gotten really good reviews for. People are like, yeah. the, they, they, they always say like the purchase um, lifestyle is so quick and it's so smooth. Like they, they get their glasses very quickly, they try them on and we also offer like free returns you know we we free really exchanges. want yeah free exchanges we really want our customer to be like there's i have no risk in and virtual trial and virtual trial as yeah. well are the virtual trial put in for sunglasses no idea. i think we should yeah. that's one thing we should do <laughs> no idea, no idea. um but yeah virtual try on free returns you, you try like as a business owner you and, and obviously in e-commerce as well that people don't really know who you are or they make have come um, across your website and they might not know who you are. You want to make the process as risk-free for them as possible. Mm. So they can try it on, they can read the reviews, they can see, you know, on your social media, how the product looks and feel. Um, but also once they make the purchase, make it very communicative with them. Like we tell them how thankful we are for their purchase. We ask for their reviews. We asked for that survey as well. And yeah, I think that's yellow does really good results. Like our customers are, I think, really happy based on the review that we've gotten. Yeah, definitely. We've sold so well that we're going to have to reorder some more. Yeah, lenses. how amazing is that? I've been busy popping sunglass lenses into blue light glasses frames. Yeah. Um, so we'll see in the future, maybe we'll send some more products to get swapped in the factory rather than by me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, for now it's working. I mean, we're still a small business, still yeah. relatively small volume. So, I mean, it's it's interesting and it's it's been a great learning experience. And really, you know, the fact that we've like doubled our revenue this month that's compared to last month. insane. Yeah. Like that's completely insane. And that made me think as well, like, what are we going to do now? Like what's... What will be our next steps? I'm going to go to the casino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like now that we finally, you know, got this momentum, we got this feedback from people, we know that when we have a good product, it kind of sells itself. Mm. Um, now what are we going to do? Like what's our what's our strategy going moving forward? Yeah, well, I think one thing that you've suggested is the most popular friends that are selling currently Vali mm -hmm. in a uh, new column. Yeah. So that could be, that could be something we consider mm -hmm. or we can consider a whole new set of frames altogether. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it opens up like the opportunity for us to like give customers what they want more of. I really want to do that. Yeah. I want to do like a behind the scenes, like, build this with us mm. type of um initiative yeah so i think i'm gonna take advantage of our facebook group that has been silent for a whole year um <laughs> and try to get people to join the facebook group and so we can send them you know prints and shapes and looks and feel to them and they can let us know what they want. Yeah. Let us know what they would like to see from us and, and we can make decisions based on what our customers are looking for and what they can't find in the other stores. Exactly. Yeah, so that's gonna be an interesting next chapter for us. I mean, mm -hmm. it's been yeah, while launching this new this new product. Yeah, so this is the journey of our first launch. Yeah. And I guess many more to come. Well, hopefully. <laughs> Definitely, hopefully. I mean, yeah, it's it's been really good. I think overall we did a good job. Um, definitely learned a few things on the, along the way, like we said. Yeah. Budgeting for time, uh, budgeting for like inexperience. Yeah. That's probably why you should double the time effort you think is required because you're not experienced. It's yeah. It's gonna take longer. Yep, exactly. <laughs> At least double. <laughs> and and yeah, and I think. I think now, now that we've kind of entered that introductory sale period, now we're going to focus more on kind of like bundle deals mm -hmm. um, to offer as discounts instead of like a, a percentage of a single product. And moving into the, the next sale periods, it'll be like Mother's Day. Yeah, so we have a promo for Mother's Day. And then our next big sale is going to be end of financial year sale. Yeah. End of June. That'll be huge. That'll be huge. So if you're listening to this, prepare for that. <laughs> yes. It's coming. <laughs> it's going to be massive. Yeah, it's going to be completely mad. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So was there anything else you wanted to talk about on the topic of sunglasses? No, I think that's that's it. So that's our next step moving forward. Um, and I think we will talk about what are we focusing on um, strategy-wise and week-wise in our next episode. Sounds good. All right. Thank you very much for listening, guys. It's Thank been... you so much for listening. And if you have any questions, suggestions, um, anything you want to discuss with us that you would like to hear as well from, from, the, from the business and from us and how we strategize things, like there's so many things that we want to talk about here, um, hit us up on Instagram at Behind the Glasses Podcast. And yeah, we'll meet you there. 
Sounds good. All right, guys. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks very much for watching. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Peace. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Behind the Glasses podcast. If you enjoyed it and want more, come connect with us on Instagram at Behind the Glasses podcast or join our Facebook discussion group at Behind the Glasses community. If you would like to listen to future episodes, please follow us on your favorite platform. And if you're feeling extra giving today, please leave us a review. We'd love to see this community grow and help each other reach our goals.